Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, Ty? Whenever you speak into the mic, you get this like sultry pod voice going on. Still, we're still mm-hmm. not used to it, clearly. It's a, uh, my icebreaker. I use it not <laughs> on and off mic. You sound like you're going to put something in my drink. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm, I'm, that's not a black olive in your six inch. I've snuck a little little piece of <laughs> forbidden candy. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I had this pretty amazing cocktail at the Hotel Georgia. Do you ever go there, Ty? I'm going there this week. I, 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 oh, I frequent. Dude, that place rocks. I didn't know the upstairs was so busy. Uh, we couldn't get in, but we had a drink downstairs at the new, I guess, new in quotes, like lobby bar. And um, mm-hmm. it's called 1927. And we had the like OG Hotel Georgia cocktail, which was pretty good. Dude, what's up with places trying to name themselves after a year? It's like as soon as you're over 50 years old, like or you're in an antiquated building, it's like mm-hmm. all you can come up with is old. I feel like <laughs> that's not the only place to do that. Like I'm assuming 1927 was the year that the building was constructed. So what a fitting mm-hmm. name for a lobby bar. That is true. I'm stoked for the 100-year anniversary of the bar. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's coming up mm-hmm. in only four years. So, yeah, I don't know what's the deal with that. It seems like it lacks creativity. Like, there's other so ways too. to just say you're old. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it can be, like, a like a fun supporting fact, but it doesn't have to be your, your like, val- main value proposition is we're just, like, an old bar. There's a few places yeah. that it matters. Like, I remember going to this one bar in England that claim to be the oldest bar in the world, or maybe just in England, probably just England. It was it sounds it's very from like, familiar. Yeah. So their whole shtick was we started operating as a pub in like the 13 or 1400s, and we are still operating as a pub today. And maybe there were pubs that lasted longer, but they're not around today, and we're still operating. So this place wow. was so Eric that when you walked in, most of the bar was actually in a cave. I guess back in the day, <laughs> it was easier just to build your like construct your buildings into the sides of muddy cliffs and stuff because you get a free wall then. So this hmm. building is more cave than building. Very weird. So in that scenario, I felt like they were deserving <laughs> as age as their proposition. Yeah, I guess that's the only exception. It's like... Mm-hmm. You really need to embody the spirit. Like, I need my waiter to be like kind of racist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like a strange mustache, overalls, and like, like not serve <laughs> like certain people. <laughs> that would really add <laughs> to the, you know, vibe, the overall aesthetic of the place. Mm-hmm. It is always exciting when the server uh, gives preferential treatment to certain groups of people (laughs) (laughs) well you know what we do that today but we disguise it as like vips it's Mm -hmm. like oh no no he's just a vip but right but i guess like that's just classism at this point but i'm not against that i actually believe in it you know like i want to i think it's good to like aspire to something like i want to level myself up to a class where i can be treated better get preferential treatment than other people yeah, I I think we all aspire for that. I think restaurant no prejudice. No one wants to admit it though. No. Well, restaurant restaurant prejudice, Eric, is not something we talk about, but it's something that we institutionalize in the very vibe of the building or the 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 business. Hear me out. You walk into a okay. restaurant 
dimly lit candles on the table, high top stools. They are basically being, they are practicing ageism without vocalizing it. They're saying, if you are like hard of hard of seeing and need a comfortable chair, this isn't a place for you. We don't want your your type here. <laughs> or if there's only tables of two, then it's not a very appropriate place for a family. So you can carefully choose who your audience is by offering certain types of seating, cuisine, or service. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think we talk about that enough in the restaurant industry. You're right, Ty. And you've just described my ideal setting for a meal. <laughs> Me too. The only thing you're missing is like some brutal concrete spikes outside so that there's no homeless uh, laying mm-hmm. down in front of the door. That's the only thing yeah, maybe, I've forgotten to mention. <laughs> yeah, maybe they are creating spaces that are catered to a class of people that doesn't want to be around old people or families or homeless people. And that's okay. Everyone has a preference. Like we talk a lot about dietary restrictions and preferences, and I think we're too accommodating for those people. Why can't we like discriminate a little bit harder? <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. maybe a little, let's just call it a curated environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, curation is a dog whistle for discrimination. That's crazy. Exactly. Very. It's very so, thoughtful. the The leather seats here are very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thoughtful about what butt sits in them. <laughs> it's like it's got that uh, gat indent. Mm-hmm. BBLs only. Mm-hmm. So when I think about restaurant interior curation, I obviously gravitate to who is Subway trying to attract, like. They're they're throwing their fishing rod out there. They got the artistic blown up photos of tomatoes, the Mm -hmm. brick walls (laughs) reminiscent of Tuscany. Like clearly the seating is designed for one to two people tops, uh, which Mm -hmm. is evident in the groups that are going there, one to single people. So they're trying to attack the, the, the lonely footlong enjoyer. You're right. It's almost impossible to go there with a group. Like if you have four people, you're pushing tables together. Um, you're leaving a wide open space in between tables, <laughs> like mm-hmm. an awkward gap because you've moved things over, kind of like a mosh pit at uh, Travis Scott show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You are creating something unsightly by remixing the tables. <laughs> it's not not unlike a Travis Scott song, but <laughs> there's something about that just feels undesirable because of it. So Subway's <laughs> actually like greatly discouraging the, the, the group, the, the group chat coming in, you know, the whole set. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a lonely man's venture. Is, do you think Absolutely there's an economic right. benefit to that? Cause I can only imagine that that causing problems. It's a good, it's a good question. I really don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if they really want people to linger to, to loiter around the subway. You know what I mean? Mm. Because I think when you like think about the clientele, you, it's hard to distinguish like a good loiterer from a bad loiterer. <laughs> so like it's best if everyone just gets their food and leaves. <laughs> right. So yeah, you're right. They're they're flipping a coin here. If that the person hanging the bum hanging around is someone who's adding to the environmental vibe or they're mm-hmm. taking away from it because of their bag of empty cans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh man. Well, good thing there's no cans at Subway. You know what I mean? Otherwise the bums would be raiding that garbage can, but there's nothing in there other than green and yellow paper, which mm-hmm. is maybe compostable. We don't know. 
uh, and also like green cups for for drinks. Dude, I saw an absolutely absurd picture of the subway wrapper, the wrapping paper, <laughs> the other day, and I have Is to it go our cover to art. The... <laughs> it's very similar. Uh, the ever since the rebrand, they've introduced new packaging to wrap up the footlong. And I need to validate this in person because this is simply an image someone shared with me. Oh. But on the wrapper, I don't know if you noticed this, but it says eat fresh, obviously, on it. And then below <laughs> it, it says do not eat this paper. Oh, interesting. This is a new thing or is this uh, always been a disclaimer? I don't remember this disclaimer gracing the paper. Do you? No, the only thing I can think of is like caution footlong might be hot <laughs> that's like the only thing i can maybe like picture in that place but yeah people like i think this is probably like a canadian food organizational like mandate you know how they have mm. like if you have like a pack of ramen mm-hmm. or like anything that has like that little pouch the silica pouches where it's like don't mm. eat the silica <laughs> right the, the forbidden salt <laughs> packet yeah yeah, exactly. It's like that's the only thing I really want to eat <laughs> in this mm-hmm. in this packaging. It's like I'm most interested in what this tastes like. Damn. Yeah. But for the just, idiots, they have to literally say on the packaging, "Don't eat this." Dude, I guarantee you, Subway bread is seasoned with silica packets for sure. The microplastics, the se- forbidden seasoning. Yeah. One hundred percent. So you think Big Gov has got their little fingers in this that you think they're the one that said to Subway, like they they probably have a set of criteria and that criteria is whether or not the paper looks edible or at like a certain degree of thickness, perhaps at a certain point, the paper is too tantalizingly tasty to that. It requires some (laughs) sort of warning. Yes. You're probably right about the second one. I think like we're very hungry as a people, <laughs> but also I think like the government is always going to lean towards like the most accessible design possible. Hmm. Like look at any government website. It's like huge text, Helvetica, mm-hmm. big old so buttons. awesome. The, the tap area is like you could, you could, uh, you could press a button with your ass cheeks and still hit it. You know what I mean? That's how nice the touch target is. But I think the same thing applies with like making rules and like guidelines for how to consume a footlong. You know what I mean? Like they're going to have to put some wording, some verbiage on the packaging to ensure that people don't kill themselves. But I'm of the opposite state of mind. I think that we should actually promote (laughs) the, you know, allow people to do whatever they want because natural selection will sort them out. So are you encouraging like a footlong <laughs> induced suicide or are you just saying whatever happens, happens? Like I'm saying the government should turn a blind eye once in a while. <laughs> like if you deep throat it, the footlong a little too much, we don't need a caution choking hazard sign. We will just, th- once, once you choke once, you're either never going back or you're off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I'm just saying, Ty, if we go turtle mode and put the straw up our nose ourselves, mm-hmm. we deserve to maybe move on past that person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like true. they should probably just, you know, be forgotten. Yeah, I co- I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Well, either way, we've entered a situation where this signage has graced the paper and... 
I don't know where we go from here. I I don't know what the like social justice warriors in, or the go- big gov will put on a signage next, like caution door. I can see that. Re- remember to chew, chew before swallowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't forget to chew three hundred times before you swallow. Mm-hmm. It's a good question. I think it's probably why they have like decals and like logos and shit on the door like they i'm pretty sure it's you're not allowed to have just a glass door <laughs> it's like it's you think of it think about any office building you've been to there, there's always like some like random little graphic whether mm-hmm. it's like the company's logo or even just the geometric blob <laughs> mm-hmm. do you remember the like millennial design trend like amorphous blob <laughs> like they mm-hmm. probably have those on the door now <laughs> i feel like the bird is a common motif because birds are something you'd naturally see outside a window. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely right. Or maybe so you know what I mean? Subway could lean government. into that. Oh yeah, that's true. Like a like a patriotic motif. It would patriotic if I was propaganda Subway, up to you. <laughs> the the two peas. Ch- chicken the rotisserie chicken. I would just put that. Like it's iconic. <laughs> Put put a either put an icon a picture of that or just tape one to the window. Dude, you're gonna get people running into the glass head first, chasing down that chicken, man. You're 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 signing up for a, a booby trap. <laughs> yeah. Smack. Smack. I actually almost walked into some glass Mary the other day, Eric. It was a large glass door in an office, <laughs> and it had no little bird or lo- corporate logo or amorphous blob. <laughs> I and I at that moment, at that moment, Eric, I realized that those things help. You might not consciously <laughs> notice them, but they do help you navigate this urban society. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so good, Ty, at reading the little sticker above door handles that says "push or pull" or "other door." That's a secret third one that I like to mess around with. Mm-hmm. Um, or push hard. I'm very good at like reading it, understanding it, and then using it before like adjusting my speed <laughs> you know what i mean you're an expert on border congratulations <laughs> yeah dude i i chalk it up to everyone just being good at design now design's obsolete everyone's good at mm-hmm. it we're all like leveling up our ability to navigate this man-made world so that's all design's supposed to do is help with that we don't really need it anymore everyone's an artist everyone mm-hmm. everyone creates that's what rick rubin told me Great. Another man-made horror beyond my comprehension. <laughs> the sandwich artist industrial complex. Hey, speaking of man-made horrors, we have to talk about some new albums coming this week. And oh, no. there's some interesting speculation around them. Uh, I don't know about you, Ty, but I pre-saved the new Kanye album for scheduled to release on Friday. Mm-hmm. I, feel, I have a feeling it's not going to come out. Because one, Kanye always drops on Sunday because he's mm. a he's a church goer, mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound very finished to me. Because today we had the live stream from Miami. I don't know if you tuned into that. I caught a replay of it. it sounds very whip, if you ask me. I was curious. Did you tap I pulled, in? I, I pulled. I pulled up for a couple tracks of the replay, and nice. I have very low expectations for this music if it comes out at all. And Mm -hmm. I want to tell you my biggest gripe with it, Eric. And I, my problem is with this new trend of rappers 
putting their children on the tracks. We heard it with Adonis. <laughs> we, got, we got Chicago in the mix, a Chicago mix, if you will. Isn't it North? What is going on here? On the track. Oh, was it North? Oh, my bad. Yeah, dude, Chicago's like can barely say dada. <laughs> might it might sound better than North, no offense. Respectfully. Yeah, true, true, true. But who has better bars though, her or Adonis? We have to put the two kids. I, we have to transfer the beef down to the kids. Like two yeah, yeah, yeah. estranged parents. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, beef is generational now. That's crazy. Whoa, that's true. It's like my daddy can beat up your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's what I have to say. I felt like Adonis doesn't have his flow yet, but I felt like North had a bit more like rhythm to the speech. And I appreciate that because I think that's the hardest thing to do at that age. Anyone can rhyme. Okay. Let's see if we can pull up the lyrics. Genius usually has even pre-release songs on their, on their website for consideration. (laughs) So let me, let me see right now if we can find it. Do you know what the song is called that she is on? No idea. I dude, I saw the poster for the Miami show and the way it was rendered, it was like, Miami Winwood 12 12 12 and I was like that's a that that's a dope track list for this EP that's what I thought I thought that was 12, the track 12, 12. List. imagine just three songs in a row and they're all called 12 12 <laughs> inch 12 inch 12 inch <laughs> that's pretty cool so what about track 12 what's that one or is it just likely 12. all the same but likely 12 okay cool <laughs> okay I'm ty- I'm I'm uh speeding through all these tracks here and i don't see anything featuring north Mm, maybe it was just a live feature dude we don't need track names anymore when was the last time you said a track name out loud um always the track number is what's obsolete tie perhaps you're right okay i'm i'm very like determined to find this she's probably not a credited artist on genius that's why i can't find it (laughs) Mm, that makes sense that makes sense Do you know like approximately what track it would be I I literally can give you no information. I can Google it for you right now. What I appreciate song? that. I appreciate the honesty. Northwest debuts verse on Kanye's song at at Kim. Is it called at Kim? Uh, I don't see anything here called at Kim. This is very tricky. I'm not getting any information. Let's see here. It's. But I got the lyrics here. It's your bestie, Miss Miss Westie. Oh. Uh, okay, keep going. That's all I got, actually. That's it? I think there's more. The Oh, here's one more line. I love it here. We're going to take it over the year for another year. It's your bestie, Miss Miss Westie. Who I'm assuming she's referring to herself. <laughs> That is true. She did take Kanye's last name. She didn't she didn't do the hyphen? I'm surprised she didn't do the hyphen. Even her mama's got the hyphen. No, because I think she was born when they loved each other. <laughs> so uh she mm. took the man's name and then I think there was like a pun with the uh Northwest, you know. That's right. There's a there's a very obvious pun there. It hits a little okay. too As on the f- nose. As of today, Ty, Genius does not have North featured on any of the tracks. And I just clicked on every single one of them for you. So apologies, breadheads, for dragging everyone through the mud. Yeah, substantial <laughs> time waster. That's okay. We'll find out more on Friday episode when we can run it back. 
Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I think the video I saw of this event was like 20 minutes. And the album has 18 tracks on it. So I think the real thing will probably have more songs and hopefully like finished versions of what we heard today. Mm-hmm. Man, it would be pretty mean to like cut your own daughter from from the final final cut of the album. Yeah, but you know, I think sometimes you just got to do it. You know what I mean? Kids can't rule our lives. We have to just draw the line somewhere. Yeah, you're right. I hope EA's been watching Succession. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Crazy. So did you catch the back? Obviously, you caught the Backstreet Boys sample at the beginning. Yeezy's back all right. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be sick. I love this. Dude. I love Kanye. <laughs> it's going to... This guy's back, bro. <laughs> wow. This is a Kanye apologist podcast, and we're not apologizing for that. That's right. Why would I apologize for not doing anything wrong? Yeah, I mean, that's debatable. I Well, no one's perfect. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we can't yeah. have redemptive acts as much as we can have low moments. I'm still shocked that Ty, that he hasn't leaned into this current conflict in Gaza <laughs> to spew more anti-Semitic shit. <laughs> like, I'm surprised that he hasn't, like, spoken up at all, even, like, in a neutral way or in an extreme way. He hasn't done anything. He's just been quiet, building in the studio with Ty Dalla, a.k.a. my co-host. Just like you, man. Yeah, I don't know if he's got a muzzle on him or or what, because you're right, it's a, a fairly low-hanging low-hanging vegetables to Mm -hmm. chew that off Mm -hmm. if there was a time to be critical of israel (laughs) now would be the time (laughs) like for kanye you know like there's one time in history where you can probably say anything Mm -hmm. he was just once again ahead of the times yeah he was a little bit too early in this case so (laughs) he's probably he's probably gonna make a reference to that in the music i'm sure he can get away with more he in his must. lyrics. Well, in the single that dropped, did you catch that one too? There's no, an I actual didn't. finished single that he released. And there's a line in it that says, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, Ty, but you forced my hand. <laughs> Twist my if arm. Can, if I can find the fucking lyrics. Hang on, yeah, Ty. Dude, pull, dude, we really need an intern to have all this shit pulled up. This is an entire episode of you and I doing our own research, and that never ends well. Yeah, dude. I blame Apple Music, but there was something about him. How can I be anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish Jewish bitch. <laughs> wow, dude, that's he, literally like extrapolating that Drake lyric, which is like, "Just spent half a million on these hoes." I'm a feminist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a great. Uh, how do you how do you call that tide? Is it an oxymoron? I think there's probably a logic fallacy here that. I don't have enough of a psychology under psychological understanding to call out. Yeah, I agree. Or, you know, just like all rappers using hyperboles to get his point across. Mm-hmm. And then after that tie, he claims he fucked Scooter's bitch. <laughs> Is he talking about Tay-Tay or Scooter's wife? Well, I don't think Scoot- Wait, Scooter and Tay-Tay are not together, are they? I, I thought they're no. beefing. They are beefing, but... You, were they you together? Could, they were never together, but you could assume that like he's making another reference to that because mm. just simply because of their there was probably a power dynamic there as like producer and artist. Yeah, 
Well, he's not a producer. He just like owns her. <laughs> like all of her Yeah, songs essentially. <laughs> Something like that. It's slightly worse. Wow. Yeah, I don't think uh I don't think he means Tay-Tay. I think he means his anonymous wife, I guess. I don't know. I'm not TMZ Ty. I don't I don't know. You don't have all but, the facts. I get that. We can only speculate. We don't talk about facts on this podcast. So it's all Fact good. Free zone. That's right. Fives only. Wow. So that's really interesting. I I'm very excited to hear what other takes there are on this album on Friday. So Breadheads, make sure to circle back with us. Circle around like mm-hmm. a vulture in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we're all waiting. Well, Ty, we will have the opportunity to listen back and report on what we hear on the Friday episode, assuming we record on Friday. That's true, which we, we would never miss on that. We would never miss, no. But who knows? We might do an early one. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll try we'll to get that in and yeah give the breadhead something they want there, that's opinions. not the only new music coming coming this week though right you said something about a playboy cardi drop <sighs> well ty we don't have an exact date nor a apple music pre-save for the cardi album but it's been widely speculated that he will also be dropping in the coming weeks as you remember he dropped on christmas day in 2020 the mm. most amazing the album of the year even though came out the album of 2021 even though it came out in 2020 mm-hmm. so he might run it back and do the same thing we'll have we'll have to see so while i'm cozied up on my parents couch i'll have my airpod maxes on just isolating myself from everyone and taking in that album <laughs> you're right sorry grandma i need to listen to this before i can talk to you <laughs> exactly damn well, that's very so, exciting. I did, I did hear this, see this post online. Someone said that Car- Cardi's only releasing music because he needs money. Is there any <laughs> truth to that? Do you know anything about that? Uh, I would probably agree. <laughs> like, I don't think he's done anything outside of that. Outside of music, he hasn't done anything. Like, he he posted um, a link to his like web store like two years ago, <laughs> where he was like teasing an album. And then he was going to drop like a clothing collection along with it. And he just dropped the clothes. And then I think at one point he posted something like, fuck it, drop narcissist. <laughs> oh, and shit. Then, like, nobody knew what it was. And then it was just a link to like some clothing. <laughs> like Damn. no one knows what he's talking about. It's following a similar like timeline and a climax to what will be the Think Fresh merch store. I'm, I can only <laughs> imagine. We should totally well, call that's... it Narcissist and yeah. just take his whole swag. That'd be fun. I love that idea. Well, poor guy. Like, I bet he's only making like 5K a month off Spotify streams. So <laughs> the crooked I, Spotify we, is taking all of his dude, money. We need a Playboy Cardi GoFundMe so we can finish the album. Damn, yeah. That would be a really tragic ending for an artist to like not be able to afford the hourly rate at the studio. So you just never mm-hmm. can finish the album. Yeah. I think Drake's raise, Rosewood studio is like 10 K an hour. So that's, you've got to get a lot of Spotify plays or drop a lot of Gildan tees to afford mm-hmm. that. Yeah, dude, if I was, I can tell you right now, Ty, if I was renting the Rosewood studio and you were as late as you were today, <laughs> so we're gonna have to make some budget cuts. <laughs> dude, <laughs> time to, is money. I make some big decisions. Reorg. Is it possible to get laid off from your own podcast? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. In that case, yes. Well, I apologize. I'm always six inches too late. Yeah, I know. 
it's okay. I don't have to pay for it. The breadheads have to pay for it. So Facts. don't apologize to me. Wow. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like this album's not going to come. I don't think any of the music we've dis- discussed today will ever reach our ears. And I'm okay with that too. It's all, it's theory can only take us so far. That's true. I'm actually worried, Ty, and this might sound lame as fuck, but I'm worried that the era of Kanye West's good music is over. I kind of think so too, gonna, dude. Because Donda 2 was pretty ass. It didn't even really come out. It only came out on the mm-hmm. stem player. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now we're going to get like a follow-up album. And based on the Baxter Boy sample, I don't know if we're in for a real treat. Well, there's 18 tracks. Don't discount it yet. That you know, That's only a that's small true. portion of the entire thing. But I mean, no offense to Ty Dolla Sign, respectfully. He's not like the best musician in the game. So I don't need 18 tracks of Ty Dolla Sign. Like, I really don't. Like, what does he have to say, really? But I'm hoping, Ty, that the rave we saw today was actually like a rave edit of like 10 songs or something. You know what I mean? So it's not the actual album. It's just like a party party remix, you know, mm, mm-hmm. like, like the like the Diplo flip, you know, <laughs> right. The Calvin Harris cut. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm hoping so as well. Cool. What are the topics we got, Ty? Oh, dude, I got to talk to you about this fascinating narrative unfolding in New York uh, at a Chipotle. <laughs> this is hot off hot off the Panini Press, courtesy of CNN. There was a woman who threw a bowl of hot food in the face of a Chipotle worker not oh. too long ago without doxing her completely. The woman's first name is Rosemary. Of course, a food. <laughs> she said, Would you like some rosemary with that? Mm-hmm. Uh, a mother of four, a real Karen type, I'm assuming. I, I'm not sure what warranted her to do it. I think she was upset with how the bowl was constructed. But why this? This isn't abnormal. We see TikToks every day of a foot long gracing the face of a sandwich artist. <laughs> What I thought was interesting about this story, though, Eric, was that as a part of her, I guess, retribution for this heinous act, the judge gave her a choice because she went to trial for this, surprisingly, guilty to a misdemeanor assault charge. But the judge gave mm-hmm. her a choice of a 90-day jail sentence or a 30-day jail sentence and 60 days of working a fast food job. <laughs> Wow, that's the real punishment, dude. Holy. I know. So 90 days for throwing a hot bowl at someone's face, I guess. Mm-hmm. What is the like legal definition of a weapon? Like, does this count as a weapon, Ty? Because it's hot? Dude, Drake would say that a pen is a weapon. <laughs> so it's really up to the uh, it's in the the wielder. It really, the eye of the wielder. This is a real like thug standing for like truly humbled under God moment. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. It's like yes, Your Honor, I called the pen a weapon, but I was simply <laughs> being hyperbolic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, saved again by the hyperbole. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So clearly, she didn't get any sour cream in her bowl because I would have yeah, cooled it right down. What, dude, I don't know what motivated it, but what <laughs> I'm really curious about is. 
whether this is punishment for the Karen or punishment for the other fast food employees, because they now have to work with someone who's never worked in fast food, disrespects fast food workers, and is also a convicted felon. And probably like a mean person, <laughs> like a violent just person. Just in general. So it's punishment wow. on both sides. I would just go to jail. Like I, I, would, I wouldn't want to work at, like imagine you have to work at Subway, Ty, <laughs> for 60 days. That's two months. How much do you think you take home after after that? Like 400 bucks? Oh, yeah. I think like with commute time, it's net negative. Like you lose money working there. <laughs> but You definitely lose the social thing. status too. But going to jail, you gain social status. Yeah, you gain the tattoo and um, learn a few tricks. Learn how to make like mm-hmm. chili in the toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just practical life skills. Practical life skills. I saw a video, but, Ty, of someone... Um, cooking a steak in an airplane bathroom they like they um they put a little tiny stove in the toilet bowl and then put like a sheet of foil over the seat and then cook the steak on that dear god and did they trigger the fire alarm or anything no they didn't surprisingly but then the next clip is them carrying a plate of food to their seat <laughs> <laughs> wow this is a hilarious top trend that's probably where they cook the food. I mean, that's what it tastes like, at least on on, uh, on Air Canada. <laughs> Honestly, the like scope of activities that are deemed socially acceptable on an airplane are so limiting. And I would challenge our <laughs> listeners and TikTok to encourage some new habits on the airplane, like really mix it up for us. <laughs> wow. Disclaimer here. I think Fresh is not liable for any anyone entering the no fly zone no fly list we're already on it we're just trying to take them down with us you know what ty this this touches a nerve for me because i think people need to learn how to behave on on flights (laughs) and um i think that taking your shoes off should be as bad as starting a starting up the grill in the bathroom I disagree. I think everyone should be entitled to a little shoes off, but I take my shoes off everywhere I go. doesn't matter if it's the boardroom, the restaurant, the hospital. The you're, the you're, a known, you're a known shoeless worker. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a little hobbit. <laughs> yeah, I had to call you out back in the office, you know. Put on your shoes, buddy. What do you think? I'm not even wearing shoes room? right now. Dude, I, I know you like got the Prada loafers on just for recording and we can't even see your feet. Dude, just go bare bareback for a bit you literally <laughs> wear shoes up. he just pulled shoes up <laughs> these aren't shoes i'm not a crazy shoes indoors person but these are muji slippers which i highly recommend they're cheap right. enough for you well, to I'm not... be able to throw away every quarter <laughs> one single use slippers dude that's the <laughs> yeah. best part about hotels <laughs> exactly i i need that from subway so that i don't get like a tomato and a cucumber and some chipotle sauce stuck to the bottom of my white sneakers <laughs> totally they should give you those booties uh so you put over your marjellas when you walk into the mm-hmm. subway but Ty, i want to ask you what would you do in this case would you take the 30 and 60 or the full 90 in prison actually i guess jail probably a light security light mayo security light mayo for sure <laughs> I, I honestly at, with my like like so, social awareness and stature they the judge might accidentally just send me to juvie, but <laughs> yeah, you'd be tried as a minor. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Damn. Jared That's would funny. love that. Jared would love that. You would avoid. So, okay, wait, actually, this is a better question. Hypothetically. Okay. 
say you threw a foot long at your sandwich artist mm-hmm. and your punishment was either 30 days in jail, minimum security, light mayo jail, 30 to 60 days in a subway. Okay. Full time mm-hmm. or 90 days in prison with Fogel himself. Oh, well, I'm not picking that option. Bunking. Actually, bunking with Fogel. I'm not bunking with Fogel. <laughs> There's no way. Damn, dude. dude. I'm going with the first option. I'm taking a, a light sentence at prison. Time served. No time in the way. Spent too much time there already. But I wouldn't encourage that for other <laughs> people. I, I would hope that other people would take the subway option. And the reason for that, Eric, is... I want a convicted felon to make my foot long. Because if you care so much about your foot long that you will throw it at the artist, then I believe you will also put that same energy into my foot long. And mm-hmm. I want that type of artistic, both the the pain that they went through will create <laughs> the better art and Absolutely. their care for a good sandwich is, it's so obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Ty. Those the areas of the world that are marginalized or oppressed, they make the best food. So mm-hmm. same thing with this convicted felon. They've been through something and I want them to channel that into the full long itself. Totally. Beautiful. Well, that's all I got for you today, King. I mean, me too, man. Let's, let's wrap here and we'll have to check back in on Friday. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, think fresh, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao.